0: On this week's episode of High fives with Blake and Eric, we fly in the face of convention as we talk about the five times we cheered for the bad guys. Look at your
1: mom. We'll give it high five to all the guys.
0: Adrian! <laughs> hey, yo. Get ready to cheer for the bad guy. The Razor I like Ramon. I got I don't it. know if you knew. I don't know if you knew.
2: Oh, I'm aware.
0: I threw a fake toothpick at you, too. I don't know if you, <laughs> you saw that. <laughs>
2: I, I see the motion. It there looks less like you're throwing a toothpick when you don't have one, and more like you're trying to, like, um cast a spell <laughs> or just flick water off your hands <laughs> at people. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, I'm going to get your face slightly wet.
0: So I recently, well, I, I made the purchase of Ghostbusters on Blu-ray because why the hell wouldn't you? Right. Um,
2: Good investment.
0: Yeah. And if for the, I've seen the movie, I don't want to lie and say like, I've seen it like 30 freaking t- No, I've seen it like maybe... Four or five times. I'm not the type of person to watch a movie and rewatch a movie. I don't. I don't do that a lot. I mostly play video games, and it's a rarity that I watch movies. I never watch them by myself. Um, so keep that in mind. But I finally, you you know, during the climax of the movie when they first confront. Uh, spoilers! Gozer. Spoilers! By
2: the way, spoilers. This yeah, is probably going to be a pretty spoiler-heavy episode. So. Well,
0: if, for the for, for, spoiler for the thirty-year-old movie, um, right, right,
2: right, I'm just saying for like the whole show, there's probably going to be yeah,
0: spoilers. Probably, um, you know, when they first confront Gozer, um, they're like, "How do we, t- how do we, you know, fight her?" Blah, 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 and um, uh, Bankman, you know, kind of pushes Ray and says, "Go get her, Ray." Yep. Yeah, you know, funny scene. You know, funny thing to do. It wasn't until the most recent viewing that I realized that that is a reference to the beginning of the movie. Yep, when Ray goes
1: get her, (laughs) and
0: then Ray mocks—not Ray, but Peter mocks him afterwards. And then, yeah, I just got that. I felt, I just got it. I don't know. It's a good one. Call me stupid. I won't. Good because I'd kick your ass.
2: Uh, We've already been over this. You can't kick my ass from where you are.
0: We haven't been over it. And that goes at the end of the show.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, stick around after the uh, closing <laughs> credits, guys. It's it's, it's worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't build it up too much. There, too late. I've already done. Anyway, anyway.
2: So, what so, what other kind of bonus features they have on that DVD?
0: You know, I really haven't honestly dove into it. Um, I'm. Uh, it might be a cardinal sin for anyone who likes movies, but I tend to not really get into the special features very often, unless the out. I I love outtakes, but you know who doesn't? Right, right, right. right. Um, just right. For you, just for your knowledge, if you haven't looked, I will read off what these special features are. Which, the, if you had like the DVD version of it, you know that two pack. That, I do,
2: which I do. Yeah.
0: There, there's like barely anything there. Yeah, I know. Sucks. I think they might have a trailer, which, which the trailer is fun to watch, just to see how poorly the, how poor the quality of like the, the original trailer be, was. Yeah, yeah like it, they look awful. But um, let's see here. The this the this is toted as all new special features. Okay, all new, so all new. They're apparently all new. That's what it says in Bread all caps letters so they're like screaming at you all right all right, go over, all new special features <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me um who are you gonna call a ghostbusters retrospective roundtable discussion with director ivan reitman and dan Aykroyd. all right that's
2: that's definitely something i would watch
0: that's um that's yeah uh next is the ghostbusters music video by ray parker jr yeah, uh, yeah, you'd give that a watch. I'd once. watch it come once, on. yeah, come, come on, come on. Um, and there's a Ghostbusters poster gallery. Yeah, and alternate takes.
2: So nice. That, that, yeah. Guess,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm guessing the alternate takes is something where like they gave the actors free reign to do a little improv. So that could be that could be interesting.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Here's, here's a question: What have you been up to since our last episode?
0: Oh, you didn't want me to continue and talk about the original special features? I don't know how that's any different than the all-new special features. (laughs) But there's also original special features as well. There's a Slimer Mode, Picture-in-Picture, and Trivia Track. A commentary with Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis, and Joe Hmm. Never heard of that guy. Hmm. Ecto-1, Resurrecting the Classic Car. Ghostbusters, Garage, Ecto-1 Gallery,
1: hmm. 10
0: deleted scenes, uh, 1984 featurette, cast and crew featurette, uh, SFX team featurette, multi-angles, and storyboard comparisons. So if that is not worth your like, $12.99 I paid for it, I don't know what is.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, so
0: I I should probably get that. Probably should.
2: Is that for both movies, or is that just the first one?
0: It was just... I thought it was, like... Uh, like, I could have read that um, that they were both coming out, but this was just the first one. Um, I, then I thought, like, well, they must must not have, like, the second one, because it, it is, like, the 30th anniversary like, yeah. release, and obviously the second one wasn't made 30 years ago. Um, so I didn't think that they released it on Blu-ray, but then I went to Walmart, and boom... There's Ghostbusters 2 on Blu-ray,
2: hmm, which... Curious. Yeah.
0: So I did not buy it because I I don't know.
2: You got the first one. You still got to go through.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I want to ask you this question. Um, I, I like both Ghostbusters movies, but I keep hearing people making fun of the second one, talking about... Like even... Um, I think the critic, that great animated TV show, I think they even did a joke where they found the Ghostbusters 2 original script and like they treated it like it was an awful, awful movie. So do you feel that way about it or are you a fan of it like I am?
2: I am a fan of it. Um but I was I didn't like start watching it until they were both out. So I wasn't really like sold on the first one and then, like, was disappointed by the second one, you know? Yeah. I feel like you've had to, like, only know the first one to be disappointed by the second one. It's true. Because to me, it's always just been part of the story.
0: Yeah, I guess the, the, there was not so much anticipation for us. Right. Like, you know, you see the first one, you love it, and then you, then you hear, like, oh, they're making a the second one, awesome, and then you go to the theater, and then... Whatever, it's sort of an instant gratification, so we don't have that time to let it build up and let our minds think of um, ways it could be great. Or yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
2: there's the, not that heightened expectation.
0: The, um, I do not like the second one as much as the first one, particularly because of like the last fifteen twenty minutes. Um, basically from when they. Make the statue of Liberty move and then, till the end of the movie, well, until they spray um what's his face down with the pink goo, and him and <laughs> Ray talk about how much they love each other, that part's gold
2: <laughs> and then they see the the painting at the end where it's the four guys
0: no, that part's dumb,
2: no, it's not
0: <laughs> no. Like, I I don't know. I just, I didn't like the fact that they beat the monster because everybody in New York started to sing. That seemed cheap. Yeah. You know, that's basically it. I, I kind of had a problem with how they just destroy Vigo by shooting him and then he blows up. But I think that's okay because of the video game that came out for the 360 <laughs> where they actually explain how some ghosts blow up like that. So then I was fine with it. But...
2: yeah. I, I wish they have stuck to more realistic fare, like giant marshmallows walking down the street and right, destroying I churches.
0: <laughs> I know, right? And yes. and it wasn't until I watched the sec the or the first one over again where I realized they don't really deal with the uh, the Stay puff Marshmallow Man. You know, they don't fight him. They just kind of blow up Gozer. Yep, and that's the end of it.
2: Pretty much. I mean, they shoot him. He, he's a giant roasting yep. marshmallow there.
0: They, like, shoot them off the building They yeah. buy them some time, I think.
2: Yep. But then it's not just a Marshmallow Man. It's a flaming Marshmallow Man coming after you. hmm Kind of like the same problem with uh, setting zombies on fire. What's worse than That's a zombie true. chasing you? A zombie chasing you that is on fire.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure, sh- yeah. Switch things up. Zombies would probably be the worst thing. I do like that... Um, scientists like neil degrasse tyson have taken time to explain why zombies could not exist
2: i don't know i think they could
0: no i don't think like well what kind of zombies are you talking about are you talking about like 28 days later zombies like the rage fueled um like the super rabies z- zombies or are you talking like the living dead
2: um i'm talking about the uh the max brooks version of zombies from Zombie Survival Guide and World War Z, where it's it's very similar to, like, you know, they're not dead, but, like, their brain has been eaten by a virus, and the virus's only, like, goal is to spread.
0: Okay. So, it's kind of like, I don't know if you saw Brad Pitt in Zombieland.
2: I have not seen that yet.
0: See, a, a lot of people deride it for being, you know, awful. Or wait a minute, wait a sad. minute.
2: Brad Pitt in Zombieland?
0: Not Zombieland. um, World War Z, sorry. Yeah. You haven't seen Zombieland? I have seen Zombieland, but I didn't see
2: Brad Pitt in it.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Have you seen World War Z? I have not. Okay. Well, a lot of people deride that film because it's such a departure from the books, but I actually liked it because I don't get caught up in the whole, is it like the book argument?
2: Because you never read the book true that (laughs) and
0: you know you can kind of separate um i i have the ability to separate it to a degree and you know granted i do pick and choose some things but i'm a hypocrite fucking sue me you know (laughs) get off my back but that's what i liked about world war z is that they didn't kind of solve the problem with um like how how are there so like such a so many zombies if they like devour people cuz you would think at a certain point people would just be become you know being eaten all the time and there wouldn't be anything left to be a zombie right but in uh world war z all they do is infect the person and then they leave them alone yep for the, then they turn into one themselves and that's how you know you get millions and millions of zombies
2: yep and that's what exactly what i'm talking about cuz that's that's max brooks's whole theory on zombieism and he explains it in the Zombie Survival Guide and World War Z, the books.
0: Yes. I got partly through the Survival Guide, but I quit. Because if you listen to a a, a previous show, like one of our first ones, you would know that for a while I, I just had this weird thing about zombies and I had to just stay away from them for the longest time because they freaked me out. So that's why I didn't finish the book is because I was sort of a pansy about it. Hmm. But uh, I think I have it in a box somewhere.
2: Is that my copy?
0: No, it's Eric. It's Eric Vogelai's copy that I stole.
2: Oh, okay, because I thought I loaned mine to somebody, and I don't remember if they ever, if I ever got them back. I'll
0: have to it check. was not. It was not me, sir. Okay, because I know for a fact that I stole Eric Vogelai's copy. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Eric Vogelai, I have your book, and I do not plan on giving it back. <laughs>
2: So what's been up since our last podcast? Any any news for you or anything? Well, happening?
0: sir, uh, I don't want to take a lot of time talking about it because I think it's kind of a boring topic, um, but I got married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Went to Vegas. You were there. I
2: was there.
0: You were there for a little bit. Yeah, I had to leave early.
2: It Just sucked. like
0: my bachelor party where you were there for a little bit. It it Sucked. I apologize
2: both times. Man, you'll you'll know what it's like having a wife and a
0: kid. I don't know about the kid. Well, I, I,
2: yeah, your 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 step kid is pretty old now.
0: Yeah, but I I drive him to school, which is weird.
2: That is weird. Yeah, I, I don't like, even do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got like. Just having like just all of a sudden, you know, yeah, I have a kid, and you know, I'm I'm used to it now because it's been going on for a few years. But like, we kind of well, like when like Kayla and I dated for a little bit, and we broke up for you know a couple months, but then we got back together, and then from there it kind of moved real quick because we kind of were like, you know, I think I think this is it. I think we've found each other. Mm -hmm. We're pretty compatible. Like we're pretty solid. Let's just move in because it's cheaper, and so we did that. So, like in the span of a couple of weeks, we went from being together to all right. We got to eventually tell Carter, and then, then we were in to get like moved in together, and then it's just like boom, I have a kid. Yep. You know, they kind of eased Kayla. She kind of eased me in on having responsibilities with them, and she still kind of does. Like, I don't really, I'm not really expected to. Um, reprimand him or anything, but I do things like drive him to school and stuff. And but it's it's just weird to have this little guy around. He he would hate it if he heard me call him a little <laughs> guy, but he's like 11, so he needs to deal with it.
2: <laughs> he's a preteen man.
0: Yeah, so that's what he tells me all the friggin' time. <laughs> and, he, and he 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 talks like it's like a legal definition. <laughs> Like no, I'm I'm legally a preteen. I'm like, there's nothing legal about
2: it. Kid. <laughs> You've been a preteen for the last eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> Pre just means before. <laughs> if you were uh, a teenager, you'd know that already.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. At least he doesn't say tween because I don't think I I don't think my mental capacity could handle that.
2: You'd just fly off the handle at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, get in your room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: get in your room now. Um, speaking of Ghostbusters, did you catch the Ghostbusters reference that I made during my speech?
0: Um, I think I did at the time, it, was, it sounds familiar, but I forgot what you said.
2: I just, I, I, it was a very, it's a very, uh, obscure reference, but I was like, call it for whatever reason, call it fate, call it luck, call it karma. That's, that, that's all I That was the, that was what the line was.
0: Yeah, I think I got it. I like, see I can't pinpoint can't pinpoint when it was, but it is familiar. Yeah. Well, well
2: I, I built that in. So I I appreciate that. Ghostbusters was a part of your wedding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you made my mom cry like you thought.
2: No, you were I going didn't. To.
0: No. See, but I think that that had more to do with your delivery because you seemed nervous. And you like kind of just try to get through it super quick, but if you if you kind of let it simmer for a little bit, you know. Well,
2: it it was really uncomfortable because I thought we were like gonna have like a closed off room.
0: Yeah, that's what they. That's what Kayla thought anyway. But yeah, yeah we were right in the middle. Yeah, of the restaurant. You know, there weren't there weren't a lot of people there. I would have just right. said, just go go for it. Just take your time.
2: Yeah, it's it's one thing to be like, yeah, I'll just do it, and I did do it. But it's another thing to have, like, other people that
0: you have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. You should have just brought them into it. <laughs> should have just been like, right, sir? Right?
2: You,
1: you agree you, with me? You. you know.
2: You know. What do you have to say to these two people? It better be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's on tape. It wasn't on tape. Wasn't we didn't film tape, anything. No, no, We took some pictures. That was it. But uh, I heard, or at least I saw on Facebook, that your family had a little milestone they did we did recently i don't know how recently facebook's weird
2: hmm um well Callie is seven months old now is that what you're talking about there you go oh yeah 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 baby related i don't know if seven months is really a milestone
0: it is for babies Uh, they grow up fast
2: they get a milestone every month
0: they do. That's why when you, that's why when they're like a year old, they're like you and somebody asks how old the baby is, they're like, "Oh, it's 14 months." I'm like, "Bitch, that's a year and 2 months.
2: <laughs> it's one. The kid is one." <laughs> Just say that. I'm not that interested it. in that's your it. stupid kid. Like, I
0: I thought that's how I responded to it until like Kayla was like, "Yeah, they say that because they develop at such a rapid pace that months matter." Like, okay, fine, but still, it's stupid to say 15 months old. I think, but that's just me.
2: I think up until 18 months is like what a lot of people do, Mm. and then after that, it's one and a half, and then it's two, and then you just stick to years.
0: (laughs) Unless you're the kid, then you're like, then they're like, I'm three and a half years old,
2: yeah. And everybody's like, rolls their eyes and pretends to chuckle, and it's like, "Ah." (laughs) pretends to care, yeah. Nobody cares, kid. That's just a like, fact of life you're going to have to get used to. <laughs> Nobody cares.
0: Nobody does, really.
2: Why would they? Why should they?
0: Like It gets to a point where your friends don't care that it's your actual birthday.
2: Yeah. Speaking of which, how is November 25th looking?
0: <laughs> oh, it's coming up fast. <laughs> going to be the big Three-zero. Have we even said that my birthday isn't on the 25th? Like do people actually get this reference?
2: Uh no, we've never I don't think we've mentioned this at all. Mm. But his birthday is not actually on November 25th.
0: It's actually 10 days prior. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's where the comedy comes from. Probably.
2: Classic comedy.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I would be remiss I don't know if remiss. I think you'd correctly. still be Blake. I think I'd still be Blake. Um, But how is that little feud we got going over at the NashCast?
2: Um, Well, they're putting out a lot more episodes than we are. They're way better at this podcasting thing than we are.
0: Yeah. Do they actually do it like in the same room?
2: Yeah, they do it in the same room.
0: Oh, those lucky bastards.
2: Well, I'm assuming they live in the same city.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even fair. But, you know, wait, 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 wait. Rewind. I think the feud was who's the most disappointing, and I think that has to be us. I don't think there's any competition. Because there's been like two in the last six months.
2: Yeah, I know. We're we're very disappointing. I don't think anybody can argue with that. I but, think we win. I think so. But uh, I listened to the NashCast and one of their more recent episodes, like in the last five or ten Because they, like I said, they put it out, theirs out regularly. So that could be, that's fairly recent. But they said that they like what we do when we do it. And we just need to put out more episodes. And then they got all bitchy and they were like, yeah, you decide you're going to do a podcast, fucking do it. You know, just make the commitment and do it. And you know what I say to that? I got shit to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But when we do put out episodes,
2: they're always the guys that they, they like. Will quote us and tweet us and stuff. So,
0: and like I said, if we were in the same city, I think it'd probably go a little smoother it than might. it does. It might.
2: I I'm not gonna make that promise. If we ever live in the mm. same city again, I don't know if I want to.
0: <laughs> I'm. Not, I don't think I could handle living <laughs> that close to you, quite frankly. I'm pretty sure you could.
2: Mm. And actually, on the Nash cast's second to last episode, not their most recent one, but the one before, they had Jamie Walton on, who is the head of the Wayne Foundation, Kevin Smith's charity. Oh, okay. So I'm starting to think that maybe you and I should just get celebrities to come on our show, and we can tell them that they can promote their charity or promote whatever they want, and then we'll just sit here and we'll talk about Ghostbusters instead. Yeah. But with, but with celebrities.
0: Why haven't we thought of that before?
2: From now on, all right, we're going to start a new podcast. It's going to be called Ghostbusters with Celebrities. And that's the only premise is we're going to talk about Ghostbusters with any celebrity that will have us.
0: Yes. All right. I'm sold on this premise. <laughs> I like it. So you remind me of, uh, of a little anecdote I'm going to tell. Uh, I don't know if our listeners know, but I'm actually on this other podcast called Wrestling with Friends. And on a very recent episode. And by recent, I mean, we just recorded it last night. Um, Andy Sochak talked about how he was just had interviewed, uh, diamond Dallas page. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the course of the uh, I, I asked him, "Hey, did you like discuss um our wrestling podcast with him at all? Did you bring it up?" And he's like, "No, I didn't. I'm like, "You motherfucker. <laughs> how do you expect this to get any bigger if you don't talk about it with the people that could make it different? like, oh, I talk to a former professional wrestlers, but I never talk about this show like Is he ashamed like, of you?" I would—it's clearly like (laughs) I would think he didn't apparently didn't even try to get like a little bumper like hey this is Diamond Dallas Page and you're listening wrestling with friends bang like that would have been freaking huge. You know what? You know what? I'm
2: gonna take your voice and I'm gonna send that to to Eric, and it's gonna be like hey I heard Diamond Dallas Page recorded a sting for you guys.
0: (laughs) All right, do it. I'm sold. Done. It's a done deal. (laughs) (laughs) All right anything else going on with you sir you've been playing anything watching anything doing anything um uh, my xbox, writing
2: anything my xbox broke
0: Ooh. so
2: yeah i've been playing nothing uh, i've been watching a lot of 30 rock that's good yeah and good i have been writing um professionally i've been doing some copywriting and i also More than just what i've been doing <laughs> And I also just wrote an article for Funzies at a website called Daily Norseman. It's just a little fan post, but I outline what's going to happen um, for the rest of the Viking season because they're basically cursed this year. And so I wrote, like, you know, one of our guys gets mauled by a bear, and then he goes to the hospital to get his arm reattached, and they accidentally reattach the bear's arm to his shoulder. <laughs> so Wait, how
0: did they get the bear's arm? Because
2: Bear was driving.
0: Oh, how can that be? <laughs> exactly.
2: All right. Uh, what about you? What are you playing?
0: Um. Uh, well, I'm playing some of Destiny on my Xbox One. Destiny. Which I stro- Destiny. Which
2: No escaping, not for me. Destiny. Destiny. No escaping, not for me.
0: You're you supposed to
2: chant with me, but whatever. No,
0: I'm not. No, we're we're adults. Whatever. Anyway, you need to get an Xbox One so I have somebody to play Destiny with. Destiny! Not, Destiny! Not. No achieving that for Shut me. Up. No! <laughs> you did it once! And I let you have your moment. But you had to go and do it again. You keep pressing my buttons! <laughs>
1: uh
2: all right, sorry. I wonder
0: why we don't do this more often. God
2: <laughs> damn it! <laughs>
0: All right, sorry, sorry. Anyway, get an Xbox One. That's the moral of the story. I they're getting get cheaper. An Xbox they're when- getting cheaper. You don't need to get a Connect.
2: Okay, well, that's good.
0: Yeah, they're like the same price as a PlayStation Four now. So just wait for a really good deal. Okay, and pick one up. Because Destiny is fun. Destiny,
2: you- Destiny, <sighs> no escaping not God, for me. Come on. <laughs>
1: It's oh. a fun game. I
2: was worried you weren't going to say it again. And I don't I was don't like, know. throw off my comedy rules of three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've heard anything about the game, about how it's a lot smaller than what we've been led to believe. There's not a whole lot to do in it, but what's there I think is a lot of fun. Mainly the shooting of aliens is fun. And if you're willing to do that over and over and over and over and over again on the four maps of the game, then I think... I think it's worth an investment, especially if I have somebody to play, you know, to just run around with, which right now I think I only have two friends on Xbox Live that have an Xbox One that own Destiny, and I honestly don't want to play with them. Like, one of them's... (laughs) I don't want to play with them. I I don't. One of them's Geo. You know, Geo. Like Fundamentally, we are just complete opposites when it comes to video games. He feels it's his... Like, people need him to completely, like, complain about games all the time. Like, I think during E3 once, like, or this year, like, everybody was just so excited about the future of video games. And he was on Twitter saying, video games are fucking awful. This is stupid. God damn. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you so negative all the time? And he said, he literally said, people need me to do this. Like, because everybody's so rainbows all the time. They need me to be a stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fucking no, they don't. They don't need you to be an asshole. Like, nobody's like, you know, all this good news coming out of E3. I need somebody to just be a downer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, no, fuck that guy. That's moral of the story. Fuck that guy. And then the o- other guy is um, Topher. You know him.
2: I know Tofer.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. We just never really play games together ever, ever, ever. I, don't know I think he am- had,
2: he almost never plays games.
0: He's been on. I see him. Maybe, maybe that's not even him. I could be wrong. Could be his kid,
2: uh, or his kid. Maybe
0: step-kid. you know. Now that I'm thinking about it, it might be. Um, might not even be Topher's profile. It might be um, one of Andy's Slater's friends, who I can't remember his name.
2: Yeah. Fuck that guy too.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy too. Like his name, yeah, whatever. Screw it. Been playing Destiny. Before that, I was playing Diablo three on the place uh, on the Xbox One. That is another interesting game. I don't know if you've ever played a Diablo game before. I have not. You have not. Um, It's just a lot of running around, killing monsters. um, And the whole that game is kind of set up, sort of like um, it's more of a. Uh, it's more serious version of I guess as you know the way destiny is set up where destiny's like you play the same maps over and over again you just go grind out levels to get more loot that's basically the model that games like Diablo sort of created um, but I only but it's a lot longer I've only got through act one and I think I'm up to level 30 and there's 70 levels so I don't know take that for what it is um, but shadow of Mordor comes on next week I think I'm picking that up.
2: What it's a Lord game? of
0: the Ring. It's a Lord of the Rings game, Jack. Well, I figured sort of...
2: that. What kind of game is it? Is it a first person
0: it's shooter? A... Is it a... it a yes? It's a first person shooter set in the Lord of the Rings universe. It could happen. It could. <laughs> look, like at, look, could have... at,
2: look at my face and tell me that could not happen.
0: <laughs> All right, I would maybe Legolas was sh- shooting arrows. <laughs>
2: yeah, or you could, or it could be Gimli with a melee weapon. Could it
0: be a first-person shooter? With
2: well, I mean, it is a first-person shooter have to be chucking axes? Yeah, like chucking just... axes, axe <laughs> chucker three thousand.
0: All right, I'd play that game. <laughs> but no, uh, Shadows of Mordor is sort of a cross between um, Assassin. It sort of has has the um, traversal of Assassin's Creed, and I guess um, I've been told the and you combat play it as plays out. So,
2: you just r- free run all the way across the. Middle
0: Earth. <laughs> yep. whole game is seeing <laughs> how how quickly you can throw that damn ring <laughs> in the volcano. Awesome. He doesn't have time to get sidetracked by all that other shit. Nope. Nope. No, it's a Assassin's Creed uh, traversal with what I'm told is um, uh, Batman Arkham series combat. Hmm. Which hopefully it turns out like turns out better than everyone else who sto- sort of steals the assassin or Arkham style combat. Because again, uh, past episode I talk about how that's shit. Arkham, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham C- City did it very well. Everything else, including Arkham Origins, is sort of uh, it's been less.
2: Yeah, it's down. been a letdown.
0: The quality is less. So even uh, Assassin's Creed Three. I think stole that combat and and it didn't work out well. It was okay. It didn't wasn't too great, but hopefully, Shadows of Mordor will be better.
2: All right. Well, should we get into the high fives? I don't know.
0: You want me to just ramble on about other things? I could talk about. Should we just
2: forget about the whole uh, like setup of the show? Just forget it.
0: Just forget the setup to the show. Like just yeah, just,
2: yeah. just forget it.
0: Are you are you saying like? Forget about this, this, the setup as in like the beginning part of the show, or just forget about the whole concept around the show,
2: the structure, yeah, the whole concept, yeah, the structure, yeah,
0: you know, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we can leave. Like, I'm having a lot of fun, it's really just if this is listenable to other people, is what. Like I don't know.
2: I don't know. We did the intro already. We should probably just go ahead and do it. Yeah, I guess.
0: Um <laughs> uh, if people are listening right now, if they exist, which I'm still not sure that they are, aside from our NashCast friends, um, if you're like, yeah, the stuff before no, no, the no. countdown. On Twitter is fun. there
2: was a there was a guy I think from Norway, and he really likes our show, so
0: hmm. Well if we keep getting endorsements like that. <laughs> Pretty soon, we'll be millionaires. Yes. As soon as we learn to
2: monetize. Works. Well, we, I think we got to monetize somehow. Correct. Probably. No, you know,
0: or we could just ask for money, like um, evangelicals did. Yeah.
2: You know, just send us donations. If you believe in the Church of High Fives, please send a cash order, uh, yeah, money order, to uh, Blake and myself. That's all the information you get. If you really support us, you'll find the rest of the info on your own. That's true.
0: All right, you want to get into get into the, the old countdown then? Is that yeah. where you were shepherding us?
2: Yeah, I think we should do that. All right. Okay. All right, well, stick around because when we get back from this uh, break without any commercials, but if you're interested in advertising, this would be where your ad could go. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. We'll be right back with the five films that made us cheer for bad guys. Once
1: again, once again, I am the bad guy.
0: I feel like made us cheer, kind of like held us down in a chair and forced us to do it.
2: They are bad guys.
0: <laughs> it's right up their alley, I guess. Yeah,
2: that's what they're good at. So mm-hmm. you'll cheer for me, and you'll like it.
0: So right now, are they still listening to um, crappy garage bands?
2: Ah, uh, no, they're listening to awesome garage bands. I don't know what I'm going to put in there. Okay. I might find, like, a monologue from some movie about how the bad guys are awesome. I might just put uh, audio of my kid laughing.
0: There you go. People love that.
2: I might put audio of just me on the toilet. People love that,
0: People love that, too. (laughs) So, I think from now on, every episode we make and post online, we should just directly tweet it to Kevin Smith. Okay. Because I feel... Like, eventually, in his pot-addled brain, he will eventually be like, what the shit is this? And just click on it, listen to it, laugh his ass off, and then he'll give us a job.
2: I think that's probably how he operates his entire so. business mm-hmm. and podcast and like empire.
0: No, I bet nobody's thought of it before ever. Yes, No I'm one's sure. like, let's send Kevin Smith shit. Like, no one has ever thought of that. He's never been... Solicited before.
2: Um, I I listened to Fat Man on Batman. I've told you, yeah, and I've actually appeared on it on episode twenty five. If you want to listen to it, but he got a hold of Kevin Smith and asked him to be on his podcast, and Kevin agreed. So that'll be awesome when that happens. Right but, then,
0: you'll actually have something in common with Kevin Smith.
2: Uh, I shook his hand once. I think that's probably closer than. Having both guested on a podcast. I
0: don't, I don't know. Somehow it seems cooler. Maybe because, for you
2: because <laughs> you didn't shake his hand.
0: No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out here. Like, well, on one hand, like, you just kind of ran in, ran into him. Like, I, you didn't actually do it. It was at one of his um, Q&As q and A's, comedy shows whatever you want to call it and like you asked if you could come down and shake his hand he said yes like it's like you were just there and he but like on a professional level you were on a show and guest starred or guest appeared on a show that also had Kevin Smith come in and do the exact same thing that you did so on it's like you're If you look at it sort of through a specific lens, you're sort of on the same level as him.
2: Yeah. If you don't think about it, we're kind of equals.
0: Yeah. Like for a brief second, you kind of (laughs) were. And that's why I think it's cool.
2: The one thing is, though, the whole reason for me to be on the podcast was to talk about how much I liked Kevin Smith, though. So (laughs) we're not exactly like I went on there to fawn over him. He's going on there to be fawned over.
0: I don't know. I bet he fawned over himself quite a bit. Fawned if I over. Know, if I know anything about Kevin Smith is that he is not self-deprecating in any way. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But this is not our top five. No, we're, it's not top five conversations dealing with Kevin Smith. We should do that, though. We should
2: have a high five where all we talk about is how much we talk about Kevin Smith. <laughs>
0: I don't know if we could, <laughs> would that be like, and then remember, my <laughs> my number five is, remember that one time when we were like drunk and at a bar and we had just watched Clerks 2 and we were still kind of high on it? And,
2: and I'll be like, oh, remember that time I said, oh, Bear is driving. How can that be? And you'll be like, yeah, man, totally. And then we'll laugh and then you'll laugh, the listeners at home.
0: All right. I'm sold. We're doing it.
2: All right. We'll start with my number five. My number five for this list for movies that uh, I cheered for the bad guy in is Meet Joe Black.
1: If I say who you are, I don't think anyone will stay for dinner.
2: Does your friend have a name?
1: I'm sorry, this is Joe. Incidentally, Joe what? Black. Have we met? Uh, He's from out of town. Let me ask your opinion. Do I blend in? This is crazy. You're married, aren't you? No, I'm not. Gay. Gay. What is that? Peanut butter, sir. Hmm. I thoroughly enjoy this peanut butter. Uh, this is Joe Black you will be joining us this morning. Our sole order of business today is an acceptance of John Bonnacue's generous offer. He Any built... more of these delicious cookies. Hmm, and a cup of tea with milk, please. Is there anything else, Mr. Black? You like him, don't you? Yeah, I guess you. Why, yes. In this world, nothing is certain but death and taxes. Death and taxes? Yes. But an odd pairing always Joe black he sleeps at bill's house he never leaves his side i have this big feeling in my knees. you walk into my life give me the worst news a guy can get and now you're spooning with my daughter i love him i don't care if you love it easy bill you give yourself a heart attack and ruin my vacation
2: have you ever seen this movie blake
0: i think i have who stars, is the bad guy
2: it stars brad Pitt An- and anthony anthony hopkins,
0: hopkins. yes yeah, yeah.
2: Now, you could say that the bad guy is um, the guy that works with Anthony Hopkins that's trying to destroy his company.
0: Oh, that's pretty bad.
2: But, um, I would say, in in the movie, Brad Pitt shows up uh, unannounced into Anthony Hopkins' life, mm-hmm. life. Hopkins' life.
0: Hopkins' life. Yes.
2: Um... Basically controls his life for like two weeks or something like that. Uh, sleeps with his daughter and then kills him in the end. I think that qualifies him as the antagonist of a story.
0: No, uh, but I, I know very little about this movie. Like I said, I think I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure that Brad Pitt is supposed to be the incarnation of death. Yes, correct. correct. Like he is death. Yeah, but he's like. Also the main... Like, he's Joe... He's the friggin' title character. Yep. And I, I'm gonna call into question <laughs> <laughs> whether he is actually... Anti- like, yeah, he does some pretty... Like you say, he sleeps with his son. Like He falls in love with his daughter, for one.
2: Yeah, and you know what he does after he sleeps with her the first time? He fucking leaves forever!
0: I thought, didn't he, like... Decide, no. like, to turn human...
2: no he wanted to know what it was like to experience being human and then and then he takes anthony hopkins away in the end and kills him and then the guy who inhabited brad pitt's body beforehand comes back at the end who she had like just met the first time right
0: right 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 but and then don't they like yeah it's pretty shady that death sleeps with a lady and then leaves but the whole thing is like like don't they kinda of hint at like they meet again? Because they meet at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Bread uh, Brad Pitt Brad, Brad as Pitt, a human. Not death. Yes, yeah. not death. And then Brad like, Pitt not meet.
2: death. P P N D.
0: They meet and they sort of hit it off, they sort of flirt, and then he like leaves the little cafe or restaurant, or whatever you want to call it, and it's promptly like run over.
2: Yeah, he's hit by two cars. It's totally worth the price of admission just to see that scene because it's awesome.
0: Yeah. So then, you know, death inhabits his body to do the whole, I want to feel what it's like to be human thing. And then like follows Anthony Hopkins around for a couple weeks and then eventually kills him. But, and then gives this Joe black guy, um, this, his, his life back right. for whatever reason. Um, but then they hint that they Brad Pitt, the not death version from the beginning of the movie meets back up with the lady and they sort of, yes, kind of, Yeah. So, not the bad guy.
2: Uh, like I said, he shows up into this guy's life unannounced, sleeps with his daughter, controls his every moment, and then kills him in the end. I think. Yeah, they,
0: but <laughs> but they're like friends. Yeah, like, they talk to each other, have conversations, learn from one another. Like that's not. I I don't. I'm sorry, I'm not sold on the uh, like d- the main character is Death. I no. Um, no, no. <laughs> it's your list. Your list. You can do what you want, but I'm gonna go ahead and put the kibosh.
2: All right. Anybody who agrees with me, tweet at High Fives Pod High Five Podcast that you agree with me or Blake. Or go on our Facebook page or send us an email. Go to our website, High Five Podcast, High Fives podcast you gotta make sure to put the s in because
0: otherwise heard... you go to a porn site
2: i don't think that's true but it's <laughs> high fives podcast.com h-i-g-h-f-i-v-e-s podcast.com and then tell us that i am right and blake is wrong
0: don't tell us that tell us that tell us the other thing <laughs> tell us exactly right that, and that him, is him not not gonna
2: happen blake. no you're
0: not... That's awful. I I do not even want to hear the rest of your list.
2: Well, I'm telling you, man. Like if you if you hear about a story, it was like, okay, there's a guy and he owns a company. No, yeah, I get it. I then... get it.
0: I get what you're saying. Like, yes, if you strip everything that that movie was away to these. L- a few little beats and little don't give any... He kills him in the end <laughs> don't he doesn't kill he takes him away he dies for natural reasons <laughs> yeah but you can't play he's fucking dead his job is to take souls from the mortal plane to either heaven or hell you can't Say that death is the antagonist. If that is true, then death is the main antagonist of every fucking movie of all time. Is that not the case? (laughs) God damn
2: it. Have you seen any movies where the hero's like, oh, you know what? I cannot wait to die. Yes, the movie is Risk Cutters and that movie is awesome.
0: (laughs) Um, Death is also not the bad guy in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey.
2: Fair enough, fair enough.
0: There you go. All right. Moving he, on. He
2: starts out as a bad guy in
0: that movie. No, he's just doing his job, sir. He's doing his job.
2: The thing is, he stands in the way of the
0: protagonist's story. Because they died. All right. They were thrown off a cliff and they died. It's not like he's like Anthony Hopkins died. He, like He wasn't murdered by death. He just died.
2: Murdered by Dead, that's the name of our new metal band <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, at least one good thing came out of this conversation
2: Alright, well we're going to have to Agree to disagree on this one But, anyway That's my number 5, what's your number 5?
0: Alright, my number 5 Um I feel like you're going to give me a hard time about too But my number 5 is Jurassic Park Do
1: you feel that? Dinosaurs and man. How can we have the slightest idea of what to expect?
0: <laughs> Must go faster. Uh, a film from 1993 starring S- Sam Neill, Lord Der- Lord Dern, Lord Dern, Lord Dern. Dern, and Dern. Um, Jeff Goldblum. Did you know Jeff Goldblum was in that movie?
2: I did know that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of one of his most famous Is
2: it Goldblum or Goldblum? I said Goldblum. I heard that uh, him say once that, you know, a lot of times people ask me, is your name pronounced Goldblum or Goldblum? And I always tell them, who do you think you are speaking to me?
0: Yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um... And I'm sure you will. You would say something stupid like the antagonist of Jurassic Park is the fat guy from Seinfeld. You know damn well no. he is. You know damn no. well he is. <laughs> no, no, sir. He sets things in motion for the rest of the movie. He is um, the catalyst to the storyline. He is not the antagonist. The antagonist is just the fucking dinosaurs as everyone else tries to get away from him. Oh, oh, oh. So, Death isn't
2: the bad guy for doing his job, but the dinosaurs are the bad guy for trying to eat. In this gun, con- they are... Listen, the, you're just trying to play both sides of the coin. Is all I'm saying. I don't
0: think I am. No, <laughs> I would say that if <laughs> if I was arguing or not arguing, if I agreed with you that death was the bad guy <laughs> in Meet Joe Black, then death would be the bad guy in Jurassic <laughs> Park, just via the dinosaurs eating the people and death would come in and be like all right you got eaten by the dinosaurs let's go like no that's where you're wrong (laughs) so what heart heart disease
2: is the the main villain in meet joe black
0: no like you said the main villain was the guy trying to fuck with whatever his career was the the most the less interesting part of the story
2: Oh, oh, yeah. So, like, the guy that was trying to make uh, Jurassic Park for his the competitors of the old guy. Like, the guy that stole the secrets from Jurassic Park and set all the dinosaurs loose.
0: No, they set the film in motion. I feel <laughs> like you're just being a dick on purpose. <laughs> without that company, without fucking Newman. Yeah. Yeah, the dinosaurs wouldn't have gotten loose. And there would be no movie. But the antagonist of the movie were the fucking dinosaurs. I disagree. You are a motherfucker. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying you're playing both sides of the coin here. That's all I'm saying.
0: No, I am disagreeing with you. <laughs> that just. I don't even understand your argument. You're just like the guy who t- takes. Anthony Hopkins' soul from the mortal plane to the ethereal one is the bad guy because that's what he has to do. Like, what kills Anthony Hopkins is freaking heart disease, apparently. And that's how he dies. All right. How the people in Jurassic, like the lawyer on the toilet, how he dies in Jurassic Park is he's eaten by a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex.
2: I'm just saying, like, saying that death isn't the bad guy because he's just doing his job where the dinosaurs are
0: just trying to survive. Death is not the one who kills him, though. <laughs> he dies of natural causes. <laughs> the whole reason he's there is because Anthony Hopkins is set to expire and he wants to, he takes advantage of the situation, sure, by the whole, I want to know what it feels like to be human. But you know what? If he if he was friends with you, I could tell you how it feels to be a human. Not fucking very fun. <laughs> but still,
2: like he can decide when to kill him. Like he decides like now's the time. Like he like extends it for 2 weeks just so that he can get his rocks off with his daughter.
0: Right. That doesn't mean he kills him. Anthony Hopkins is going to die anyway. So if, he could choose really, to really, keep him living no, no. basically
2: forever. He could say, you know what? I'm not going to do it today. That's forever. not in the
0: cards. No, that's <laughs> not in the cards. If anything, he <laughs> lets Anthony Hopkins extend his life for however long the movie is. And then so he says, like, oh, anything- you're done. You're
2: done. Come with me. Oh. You're done.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no no how did we get a new movie again you're the one who brought it up i no no i wasn't you're like playing two sides of the same fucking coin oh god it's a pretty spot-on
2: impression of me i gotta
0: admit i know i've known you for like 20 years i can do you as a drop of a hat and that's what it sounds like
2: so we can agree that newman is the bad guy in Jurassic Park. no
0: it's the goddamn dinosaurs
2: or, you know, it might even be the old guy who brings the dinosaurs back to life.
0: He's too smiley to be a bad guy.
2: Oh, is that? <laughs> if you're smiley no. enough.
0: he No, he's not the bad guy either. They're trying to get away from the dinosaurs. Why? Because they're trying to kill them. And that means they're the bad guys.
2: I don't know. I, I don't... If if somebody sticks a dog on you, is the dog the bad guy or is nobody the sticks who's...
0: the nobody sticks the dinosaurs on him? Nobody points him and go, "Hey dinosaurs, go get him!"
2: Setting the dinosaurs free in that park with the people around is basically that was, the same thing.
0: That was an accident caused by the power grid going down, which was supposed to be a diversion so Ned could get away. But everything kind of went all to hell because of other reasons. It's not the most airtight plotline, <laughs> is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> okay well i agree to disagree on this one too
0: anyway dinosaurs are awesome and that's why i liked them <laughs> but you didn't even let me describe explain why so we will move on to yours did i ever explain why i cheered for death in that whatever a charismatic motherfucker
2: <laughs> he was a care he was a he was a really likable death i mean yeah. let's just be honest All right, well, my second one is X-Men. I'm Professor Charles Xavier. I
1: built this school where mutants could learn to focus their powers in a positive way and also learn that mankind was not evil, just uninformed. You'll be safe here from Magneto, a very powerful mutant who believes that a war is brewing between mutants.
2: The rest of humanity. There is a war coming. You sure you're on the right side? And it's it, it's kind of an overarching uh, of all the movies because you cheer for uh, Magneto. I cheer for Magneto quite a bit because, um, you know, he went through the Holocaust, so I I, I feel kind of bad for him there. You kind
0: of, you kind of feel like a dick if you don't exactly. cheer
2: for him. I mean, he, he went through some pretty rough stuff, so. Um, but also like his friendship with professor X is just all the more reason to cheer for him. Like even in the first movie, one of the like mutants is like, do you want me to kill him? And he's like Charles Xavier, or I forget what he says to him in the first one, but in the third one, after Charles Xavier dies, some mutant goes like good, good riddance or whatever. And he looks at her and goes, Charles Xavier did more for mutant kind than you'll ever know. And it's like, yeah, like if Charles Xavier can get behind this guy, so can I.
0: Yeah, it's that's I think the what makes um, the Magneto character work and what kind of makes him so intriguing is he is, you know, the bad guy of yes. the, of the films, um, to vary various, various extents. Like in the second one, he's kind of working with the good guys for a little bit, but like you kind of understand where he's coming from. Um, you may, you know, you just don't like what he's trying to accomplish. Yep. But, um, and, and I think his friendship with Charles Xavier is kind of what makes it work so well is not very many times do you hear a story, um, where like the, the, leader of the bad guys and the leader of the good guys not only were friends, but still kind of consider themselves to be friends. Yep. It's, they're just striving for completely different things.
2: No, they're striving towards the same thing, but they're taking different, different paths to get there. Different means. Yes. Yeah. Looking for the same ends. They both want peace, but they've got different ideas on well, how to get it.
0: Well, Charles wants peace through mutants and humans. Uh, living together in harmony. Yep. Um, Magneto wants peace by destroying humans.
2: Yeah. He f- he feels the only way to achieve peace is to kill the oppressors. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we can agree with this one. This one is not as much fun to discuss. It's more fun well, when I... we're mad at each other.
0: <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about X Men?
2: Um, just that. Uh, do you know what happens to a toad when it gets hit by lightning?
0: Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Same what thing was, that happens
2: to everything else.
0: <laughs> what I find funny about that whole thing was watching that movie. Like, I thought that line was completely terrible. Like, and it is worst thing ever. And it is. Um, it but I I was never really on the internet ever as a kid. Growing up, even in college, just never really uh, was wasn't an internet guy. Like, I didn't go to forums. I didn't talk about movies online. I still don't really. Um, so I didn't know that there was such a backlash for this line. I just hated it myself. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Great it wasn't minds, until, I guess. And it wasn't until we we did that countdown of um, I think I forget what the topic was. Um, it was like something about... Poor, what,
2: poor what, portrayals of comic book characters.
0: Yeah. Um, it wasn't until we did that list where I, I did so, some a uh, little um, research on it to realize that a lot of fucking people hate that line.
2: <laughs> it's a bad line.
0: Yeah. So I felt vindicated after that, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
2: Vindicated, nice word.
0: Yeah, I'm a writer. <laughs> trying right. to be. Yeah. I'd say you are one. You're I don't get paid online. for online. I don't get paid for it, though. Well. Yeah, Just sad. Right. If anyone out there wants to pay me to write things, I have no scruples. He can use, I will write anything.
2: He can use the word vindicated. <laughs> I
0: can correctly in a sentence.
2: Absolutely. All right. So that's my number four. What is your number four?
0: My number four number is a four. little weird. Um, because A
2: little weird. I've never seen that movie.
0: Funny, funny. Thanks. Um, because i i only saw this movie when i was a really little 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 kid and honestly i don't know if i should have been watching it at the time um and the movie is another film from 1993 <laughs> coincidentally um by the name of falling down michael douglas
1: in america we have the freedom of speech come on i want to be a I lot of a you the right to disagree robert duval i know who this guy is in a joel schumacher film What are you doing to the street? We're fixing it. What the hell does it look like? See, I don't think anything's wrong with the street. I think you're just trying to justify your inflated budgets. Well, I guess so. I'll give you something to fix. What are you... Hey, Charlie! (laughs) Falling down. Let's
2: call it a day. Come on. I'm the bad guy?
1: A tale
0: of urban reality starring Michael Douglas and Robert Duvall.
2: Ah, uh, yes. This is the one where the guy just goes fucking crazy,
0: right? Yeah, and he's like, um, just it's about him just sort of walking through, I want to say Los Angeles? I could be wrong on this setting, but it's just, he has sort of a mental break, and it just follows him around from place to place as he kind of goes on rants about the disparity between cultures races um classes and um just sort of erupts in violence and uh, like my what i remember most about the movie is the scene in the uh, fast food restaurant where he goes in he kind of demands breakfast but they stop serving breakfast at um ten thirty and it's like almost 11 i think um And he demands breakfast and they won't give it to him. So then he's like, pulls out a gun. (laughs) So like, he's completely crazy, obviously. And then he says, I changed my mind. I want to get a, I want to, I want lunch. Just give me a burger. And they give him a burger. And he's like, this is what I'm talking about. You see that picture up there? Turn around. Look at that picture up there. You see how it's full and thick and is like, juicy. But look at this. Look at this right here. And he pulls out, you know, their burger they gave him, and it's just squashed flat. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is what you give me, and this is what you're selling. And I just, I love that scene. Like, it stuck with me, like, like, in the 20 years since I've watched it. Like, I was probably way too young to watch this movie when I did. And... Going to bed that night, like, at, you know, the end of the movie, um, the closing moments are like he gets shot and he falls into the ocean is what happens. And like it kind of dawns on me as a little kid that this guy was the bad guy the whole time. I watched <laughs> that whole movie thinking this guy was the good guy because like he's like, yeah, fucking right. Well, I didn't say fucking because I was a little, little, little kid. And I'm like, yeah, stand up to them. Like, what the freaking <laughs> give you that small little shitty sandwich? Like, no. <laughs> and like, I was just surprised that this was the bad guy. Um, and I, I, leading into this show tonight, I watched a couple clips and I'm still like, no, that guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so I think, I could be wrong because it's been such a long time since I watched the movie in its entirety. I think he only. I think he kills a racist um, in a gun shop that tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I think also um, these gangbangers like try to sh- kill him, get in a car accident, and then he sh- they all die except for one guy. And then he kind of shoots that guy in the leg and takes their guns. So he doesn't do anything necessarily completely awful. Like he's not the good guy, clearly. Cause right. he, he's shooting firearms in a... Fast food restaurant, but like
2: I, I you just like him. him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I believe that the Foo Fighters had a video that was basically replaying, or at least spoofing, this movie.
0: Really? Yeah. You know what song? I can find out
2: because I have the internet.
0: Oh. Look at you having the internet, big man.
2: Pretty much, nobody likes
0: to show off, Eric. Okay, uh, the
2: the movie okay. or the video is uh. The uh, for a song called Walk, Walk. Yes. Mm. yes, but it's. I don't think I've. I don't know if I've heard that. It's uh <laughs> but yeah the video is him as Dave Grohl, uh, wearing a suit and tie, carrying his guitar around. And uh, just stuff going wrong all day for him. And then finally, at the end of the video, he goes to the band practice space and plays music with them. Mm. But it's funny.
0: Okay. At, at least it's funny.
2: Like Falling Down originally was.
0: <laughs> right. It was supposed to be a comedy.
2: I always laugh my way through it.
0: But Michael Douglas just kind of took that character in a different direction. <laughs>
2: exactly you
0: know it's a excuse me it's a movie i've kind of always wanted to go back and watch again i just never have i don't yeah. know Was it's is it supposed to be regarded well do you know
2: i've always thought of thought of it positively i really don't know if it's like I don't
0: groundbreaking at all right from and what it's... i from what the, from the scenes i watched um michael douglas seems to be. Uh, acting his ass off like he seems like he's doing you know doing a very good performance
2: yeah i mean i I, I haven't seen it so i I, i can't tell you.
0: we should watch it together
2: okay okay
0: okay but in the meantime what's your number three
2: my number three is a movie called law abiding citizen
1: Nice. That
2: takeout? You can't fight fate. Some justice is better than no justice at all. You know that. It's what not we... what you know, Clyde, it's what you can prove in court. It's nice when the system works, That's right? The machine. How does it work on a good day? It's
1: designed to be pain-free. You can't fight fate.
2: Now they get to watch you to suffer. In fact, you might want to cancel the rest of the week because you're going to be busy. Release me or I kill everyone.
1: I think your wife and daughter will feel good about you killing in their name. My wife and daughter can't feel anything. They're dead. We kill people. He figured out how to do it without ever being in the same room. If Clyde wants you dead, you're dead. It's got to be biblical.
2: And it kind of... This movie kind of plays into the same... Taps into the same vein as Falling Down did. It stars uh, the 300 guy um, and Jamie Fox, And it's basically, in the very beginning of the movie... 300 guy has his family killed in front of him and then the
0: by the way by 300 guy you mean gerald butler
2: gerard butler
0: gerard butler yes but so
2: 300 guy um
0: gerard butler
2: (laughs) yeah his family's killed in front of him and the killers like one of them sells out the other one and basically gets off free. And so 300 guy flips out. Seriously? <laughs> Sorry, completely spazzes out and kills <laughs> kills the other murderer. And um so then Jamie Fox, who was the district attorney, like finds out about this other murder and Basically, Gerard Butler is going to go and kill everybody he holds responsible. So not only the actual murderer, but also the lawyer that let him off and the judge that let him off and Jamie Foxx and the mayor. Like he's he's going to cause some real damage. So throughout the whole movie, he's a bad guy because he's killing all sorts of people. But like if it were my family that died and somebody did it in front of me, like, yeah, the world would pay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's a pretty, yeah. I, I remember when this movie came out and I always thought it was a pretty sort of, um, iffy concept for a movie. Like, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like his family dies and he wants to kill the, the guy who kills his wife. and, And no way am I condoling murder. (laughs) really
2: you're coming out you're taking a strong anti-murder stance
0: yeah but um just him as an antagonist just seems sort of um i don't know just didn't work for me like they could have figured out like a, a better way to make him the bad guy than these guys killed my wife and i want revenge so i'm gonna kill everybody like i don't know maybe i haven't seen the movie so maybe if i watched it it would make a little more sense than what it does in my head well, the, right the now the reason
2: the guy gets off is because he makes a plea deal and so he's yeah. like you know you know if you're gonna but put like, murderers back on the street you can't be around if you're gonna do that and
0: yeah like that i don't know i would think like if you were talking about how like he wants to go kill the guy responsible and they have to try and stop him because murder's wrong i can get that but like if they're like, I'm going to murder everybody. And I felt like that was a little overkill and unnecessary and unrealistic. But, but that's
2: why it's a movie, not real life. Yeah, but
0: that's why it's a movie, not real life. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. So we're moving right through this list. What's your number three?
0: My number three is The Fantastic Four. The cloud
1: has fundamentally altered our DNA. That's gross. Reed, look at me. I can't. He's hitting up from his core.
2: You don't want to walk around on fire for the rest of your life, do you? Is that a trick question? Come on, am I the only guy who thinks this is cool? What if we got these powers for a reason?
0: And from the entire franchise, so either Fantastic Four from 2005 or um the fantastic four rise of the silver surfer from th- 2007 and wait wait galactus you're cheering for no, galactus? I'm speaking to uh the Doctor Doom character oh. simply because I want him to kill the four fantastic four members because that movie is terrible.
2: <laughs> so just cuz the movie's bad you want the villain to win?
0: No, no, not just cuz the movie's bad just I felt like Every embodiment of each of those four characters were were just particularly awful, especially especially Mister um, Fantastic, played by some guy called Ian Grufford. Grufford. I no, i never heard of him before. He was. I don't like, want to hear from uh, him again. I just just awful. Like <laughs> Jessica Alba, I pretty much hated her entire career. Um, Michael Chiklis, he was okay as the thing, but he kept just... Every interview you watched of him like promoting that show, he just talked about how shitty it was working in that uh, costume the whole time. You know what? You friggin' signed on for it. You got paid how much money? Just fucking shut up about how uncomfortable his stupid costume was, motherfucker.
2: No, no, complaining and being all emo is kind of Ben Grimm's thing, so he's just kind of staying in character.
0: No, shut up. And... <laughs> Uh uh Chris Evans, I'm I'm okay with him. He was fine.
2: What do you ha- do you have a problem with him being Human Torch and Captain America?
0: I think that that would be weird if they ever wanted to do a movie with them together, but I think the properties are owned by different film companies, so I don't think that's ever going to be an issue.
2: Right, right. I'm just right. saying. No, that's They're both Marvel are- stories. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if there are people out there who are actually upset about that, they need to find better uses of their time. Fair enough. Yes. And also, they're, they recast the Fantastic Four for um, a movie coming out next year. Um, so they can just calm down about it.
2: <laughs> so they can just calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just ease up. Just pump the brakes. Not a big deal.
2: (laughs) So, why do you want Doctor Doom to win? Like, what what really makes you want the bad guy to destroy them?
0: It's pretty much just because the their performance as the Fantastic Four is so awful. That the only way to make that movie enjoyable was to see Doctor Doom end them.
2: (laughs) So you were not a fan of Clobber in Time.
0: No, it was. uh, See, you're gonna get me into why I hate the movie, and that (laughs) is a can of worms. You know what? You know what? In the comics, like I'm not a big comic book guy, but even I know that it took. Uh, Read Richards friggin' years for him to find a cure for Ben Grimm, and he does it like in a fucking week and a half. <laughs> like took a long, like I'm just gonna take a long weekend. And I'm gonna just gonna knock cure, this cure out, gonna <laughs> knock this cure out, and we'll move on with our lives. <laughs> and like they, that's what happens. Like Ben Grimm gets cured, he's human, and then, but like, no, he has to, you know, become the Rock Guy again to go save his friends. No. (laughs) All right. That is friggin' dumb. And, you know, Reed Richards is like a guy that looks like he's in his late 20s to early 30s. So why the fuck is he going gray on the side of his head? (laughs) I get I get that's the character from the comics. Like, that's the iconic image of him. But the Mr. Fantastic in the comics is supposed to be a little older than this guy. And God damn it.
2: Settle down, Blake. It's OK. Take your pills.
0: And Jessica Alba is just terrible in everything she does.
2: That is not true. She was good in Sin City.
0: I didn't really like that movie. (gasps) (gasps) And I think the sequel is completely pointless, and I don't understand why they made that either.
2: It's because they got more Sin City to tell.
0: Yeah, but the first one wasn't very good. It was
2: very good. Just because you don't like it because you're stupid about something. (laughs) No,
0: it's. I watched it, and it was okay. It was really good. I liked the the yellow guy.
2: You liked the yellow guy?
0: Well, I understand you're supposed to hate him, and I just liked that story. Except for the fact that the guy who saves the little girl's life eventually sleeps with that little girl, like, 18 years later. Like, that was creepy.
2: That didn't happen.
0: Like, they fell in love or whatever.
2: No, no.
0: I'm pretty sure that there was some weird.
2: Did you see a different movie? Because that is not what happened. They did not pr- get together.
0: I'm pretty sure.
2: She hits on him, I think, maybe for like two minutes, but no. Hmm. That well, didn't get together.
0: Whatever happened, it was freaking unear. whatever. I give Unsettling? Up. Unsettling, yeah. It was not fun for anyone involved.
2: But no, he saves her twice from that same dude.
0: Yeah, that yeah. guy was cool.
2: The guy that saved her or the yellow uh, like you're talking about the yellow guy again. I don't know if you're cheering for the yellow guy. I'm
0: not. Che- no, like <laughs> he deserved to get his dick ripped off. Yes. And that was I liked that story. <laughs> I like-
2: liked the dick ripping part of Sin <laughs> City. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, By the way,
2: I liked the dick ripping might be the title for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. All right. So I don't know how we got on Sin City. Um,
2: Because you're stupid for not liking it. That's why. It was okay.
0: I just didn't like it as much as other people did.
2: (sighs) All right. Well, my number two is Broken Arrow. We got ourselves a broken arrow.
1: That's what we call it. Oh, my commanders trying to steal him. He's dangerous. He's trying to kill me. Well, that doesn't mean I don't like you. He's unpredictable. You the man? I'm a man. No. If I press this button, the Southwest will be a quiet neighborhood for about ten thousand years. He's unstoppable. <laughs> Out of your mind. Ain't it
2: cool? John Travolta, Christian Slater, Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm. Starts Friday at fighting. Which is everywhere. a movie that stars Christian Slater and John Travolta. And John Travolta is the bad guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think this was like the first movie where John Travolta like played a villain.
0: Yeah, because I, I fell asleep during it when I watched <laughs> it as a kid. So I that might speak to how good that movie was. But I thought it was weird that John Travolta was the bad guy. I remember that distinctly.
2: Yeah, it the, the movie, because I'm betting most people haven't seen this one. The movie's about a pair of like army i don't know if they're in the army or the air force or something but they um they're friends and then one of the guys steals a nuclear warhead and basically holds the america holds the government hostage saying that he's he'll detonate the warhead if they don't pay him his money and so then christian slater's got to go and save the day but john travolta was really charismatic and Howie Long was, like, his right-hand man, and he seemed like he knew everything going into it. And then at the very end of the movie, when Christian Slater and him have their big showdown, they um, basically box each other. And it's like, he could have totally just killed him, but, like, he's given this dude a fighting chance. So how can you fault the guy, even if he is trying to destroy the country?
0: <laughs> right.
2: Well, and I don't, I don't even honestly think he was trying to destroy the country. I think he just wanted the money.
0: You don't think he would have gone through with it.
2: I don't see what he would have had to gain by it. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was like against America and he was going to show them. He just want he was just holding a ransom.
0: Just wanted just man who wanted he, he wanted, wanted to get the paid. Money.
2: So like if you blow up your warhead, I mean yeah, you kill a ton of people and the government's going to not like it, but that's not going to get you your money. Right? Is it? If I blow it, up a bomb, will that get me no. money somehow?
0: No, Eric. No, it won't. So don't go through with it. It's that's not what would happen.
2: I don't even know how to go about making a bomb.
0: Why you stole one?
2: I think you take a bowling ball and stick a wick in it,
0: <laughs> and then uh, draw a skull and crossbones on it.
2: No, that's poison.
0: Oh shoot Unless
2: it's a poison bomb, <laughs> but you just—all you need is a bowling ball with a big, thick fuse coming out of it. I think is that—is that all you need?
0: Yeah, I think that's—I think that's it.
2: Okay, well now I know. Now I'm gonna <laughs> Now blow I'll up. be rich. <laughs> now I'll be rich, and you can't have any of my bomb money.
0: <laughs> oh no!
2: <laughs> all right. So you have anything else? Tr- no, okay. I just thought that was a good movie. And then, right. Oh, yeah, and then he uh, was a bad guy in Face Off right after that. And I cheered for him in that as well because I hate Nick Cage. So,
0: Well, Face Off was unusual because they both played good guy and bad guy. Because yes. ha- halfway through the movie, they change faces.
2: Because they take their face off.
0: Yeah. Don't pay any attention to the fact that they shouldn't be the same height. Not or the same sound-
2: body build or... Even the Sound completely structure. different Yeah, don't, they, they don't do have it. a They do have a voice modulator chip that they put in their
0: okay. throats. They well, at least they thought that, that far ahead, yeah. Uh, Nick Cage did have some badass guns, though.
2: Yeah, that's true. It, it was a John Woo movie. I really liked it, but mm. I don't
0: like I haven't seen Nick it in Cage. a while.
2: He's okay in some stuff. He's okay in some stuff. A strong Thanks. endorsement from Blake for Nick Cage.
0: <laughs> I, I don't remember... Um, his performance in Kick Ass was pretty good. It's true.
2: That is definitely true. Right. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two um, for I, you. I'm going to go with uh, The Dark Knight. This city deserves a
1: better class of criminal. And I'm going to give it to him this summer. Out of the darkness the night.
2: Perhaps you should read the instructions first.
0: The dark knight. He does that. Read it, PG thirteen. What? Am I bo- am I bo- The Dark Knight?
2: You're choosing to cheer for the Joker.
0: Uh technically I'm choosing to cheer for Two Face.
2: Oh. Okay. I can see that a little more. You want him to kill Jim Gordon's kid, gotcha. Uh
0: no. <laughs> I just thought that Two Face was a cool character. Like his um
2: his backstory?
0: His backstory was cool, how he he turned um villain was cool. Uh his how he looked was badass. Yup. Um the fact that I like the you know the duality of the character, how he would let some people live and he would kill some other people by a flip of the coin. And, um, I just, at the last scene, like everything that he did in that movie, I was a big fan of like Heath Ledger, you know, was amazing as the Joker, but I think people don't pay enough attention to how good two face was in it either.
2: Aaron Eckhart. Yeah.
0: Yeah two-face uh harvey dent played by aaron eckert um i just a big big fan of his performance and i kind of wanted him to shoot batman in the face because i was kind of sick of christian bale <laughs> and like if you no, would have did- shot
2: him in the face do you think that he and him would have been done professionally
0: <laughs> i think they would mate i think they would <laughs> So
2: uh, you, you you cheered for Two-Face even after he kidnaps Jim Gordon's kid and threatens to kill him.
0: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I still liked him as a character. I'm not saying I would have liked him, wanted him to kill the kid. I'm just saying, like, I thought he was a better character than uh, Christian Bale's Batman was.
2: I can, I can get behind that. I think most people can get behind that.
0: Yeah, I think that was as good as those three movies were. The worst part of it was um, that Batman became sort of a secondary character to the bad guys. And that's that just kind of Batman. I think people love Batman more because of his rogues gallery. It's true. And, yeah, and the variety of... Uh, Villains he faces um batman begins i thought was really a strong um showing by christian bale as batman like i like that whole his best origin story well i think the only origin story of batman on film because even the first batman movie he was yeah he Bat- just like, was batman they showed the murder i think at the beginning but The murder of his parents, but they didn't see him go through the steps to become Batman. Exactly, and I, I, that worked very well in Batman Begins, but in uh, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, I think less so in The Dark Knight Rises because they do a lot of Bruce Wayne stuff in that movie. But um, when he's like, I just feel like he played second fiddle to the Joker and then to Two Face in The Dark Knight yep um, and even then, I think Bane in the third movie was a better character than Batman was too. So in that sense, like that's why I was cheering for the villains is because they were just more entertaining characters than what we were given by uh, Christian Bale.
2: I can agree with that. Side note, side question, Are you offended like I am that Batman and Superman are being played by
0: Britishmen? By Britishmen? Yes. Batman is? Yeah, Christian
2: Bale's not American.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. No, because... And Henry Cavill's <laughs>
2: not American.
0: Right, but, um... No, that doesn't really bother me at all. Mm,
2: that bothers Sorry. me. Especially, especially Superman, because he stands for truth, justice, and the American way.
0: Yeah, but... Not for truth, know, like, justice, and the they're, great
2: Britain, British, great they're not, British they're way. Not
0: out, they're not out there with accents, though. Like, they're able to hide... Sure. They're able to do an American accent. Yeah. Like, but like, do you film, think
2: that they would ever hire uh, an American to be James Bond?
0: All right. See, that's a good point. I don't think you'd ever... There's so many British actors, I don't think you, they'd ever hire... Um
2: Although, an American actor to do I guess a British they did accent. have Robert Downey Jr. to play Sherlock.
0: Right, that worked, yeah. So But I don't think his accent was the strongest in that movie. No. No, not at but all. But I haven't heard
2: anybody really complain about it either.
0: Oh, that's because it's just a great movie. Like he it's true. while not not the best accent, like he does a great job in it. Like he's yeah. one of my maybe my favorite actor right now.
2: You and me both, brother.
0: I'd even go see Due Date.
2: I saw that movie. I think I saw it in theaters.
0: You remember how it was?
2: Yeah. It was it was what you expect. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was wasn't it like Zach Galifianakis, his, his first attempt at being like a leading man? Yeah, kinda. <clears throat> I heard it did not turn out very well.
2: Yeah. It was basically they were try they were trying to remake uh the hangover type thing. And it's yep. a different story, but watching Robert Downey Jr. just get so frustrated with Zach Galifianakis was pretty funny. My favorite line in that movie is uh, they're fighting and they're fighting, and uh, finally Robert Downey Jr. like pulls over and like forces him to get out of the car, and like kicks him out, and then Jamie Foxx, who is also in that movie, tells him like, "Listen, you know, you need to let him back in. Like, look at this guy, like." He's gonna die if you don't like keep driving him, and so he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll do this chump a favor," and he calls him back over to the car. And uh, Zach Galifianakis says, "I am I'm ready for you to apologize now." And Robert Downey Jr.'s response is, "What? Fuck you! Oh, okay, so- sorry. sorry. <laughs> that was my favorite I, I line in the movie.
0: I didn't think I was. Gonna, I didn't think you were gonna get a laugh out of me with that." little story but you did so good job
2: thanks i'm good at quoting movies
0: you're good at quoting quoting movies well oh thanks. i know i know some people who are not
2: who who tell me who <laughs>
0: <laughs> andy slater
2: yeah he sucks S- suck it slater <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like he he could just watch a movie he could be watching the movie and go to quote it right after he just heard it and he will get that quote wrong <laughs> like like 90 percent of the time Excellent. (laughs) All right, what's your number one, sir? My
2: number one is a little movie. Not sure if you ever heard of it. It's called Fight Club. How
1: much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Welcome to Fight Club. Friendship. We should do this again sometime. Pain. Pleasure. I gotta take Fight Club up a notch. Chaos. It's under control, sir i stopping this. From the director of Seven. Apart the plan. Brad Pitt. It's already done. So shut up. Edward Norton. This is too much. Fight Club. You were looking for a way to change your life. Sit. Later R.
2: Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of it because the first rule of Fight Club is you're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. But here I am on a podcast talking about Fight Club.
0: Someone's going to punch you in the mouth. Some- <laughs>
2: I'm probably going to get punched in the mouth. But, yeah, uh, so the villain in this movie is Tyler Durden. Um, And there are spoilers coming up, kids, so uh, cover your earsies if you don't want it spoiled. But, you know, the movie's, what, like 15 goddamn years old? Yeah. At least. You were giving me a hard time about... Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so Tyler Durden and the narrator are the same guy
0: narrator's name is
2: jack right well they never actually give him a name
0: really they go the whole movie without actually naming him yeah
2: people call him jack because of the thing that comes up over and over yeah, where he's like i I'm am jack blah yeah. blah blah but yeah they never actually name him and then yeah so T- tyler durden wants to uh he's actually got a kind of a, a kind of noble cause in that he wants to uh basically reset the entire world he wants like nobody to have credit cards he wants everybody to be on the same playing field he wants to like basically destroy the institutions of society that we've got um he doesn't want to kill anybody he just wants like the people that hold the power to not hold power anymore he wants nobody to be in charge or have power over other people so it's kind of hard not to root for that. It sounds like a pretty good idea, but then you realize, you know, there are you know, there's a reason that we've set up the world the way we have and you know, s- start blowing it all up might not yeah, be maybe. the best way to achieve equality.
0: <laughs> maybe hitting a reset on everything will kind of throw everyone everything into chaos and Yeah. Like it would be great if tomorrow somebody's like, "You have no debt." Like, but nothing else clean. is different. But nothing else yeah, is different. Like, nothing else is different. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. But if you kind of undid everything, it'd be like, all of your stuff is up for grabs. <laughs> Any, someone wants to come in and take your shit? That's fine.
2: <laughs> it's like, all of this, all of your stuff belongs to everybody now. And all of everybody's stuff belongs to you. It's like, well, Just like, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'm pretty sure if somebody, like, that's just not going to turn out well because you're going to take something that somebody else wants and they might want it more than you do.
2: And they might be bigger and stronger than
0: you. And then it might be in if, a fight club.
2: Yeah. And if he fights you, like, you can't even tell anybody about it because <laughs> that's the first rule. So, yeah, I like you got to respect Tyler Durden. Now I I've told you about this before and you seem to have misgivings about this
0: entry. Oh, right, because they're kind of, the protagonist and antagonist, they're kind of the same person. So yes. I don't really think that they're in conflict with one another. So I don't know if you can root for one like you can say like you wanted the plan to happen, But on some level, you have to agree that the plan is actually coming from the protagonist.
2: Right. But but their their desires and motivations are not the same.
0: Yes. So but I separate to, them. But then you have to admit at the end of the movie, when um, the narrator is you know, he gets rid of Tyler Durden, he doesn't seem so broken up when that credit building goes down. It's true.
2: So Tyler Durden does kind of win in the end of that movie. (laughs) Yeah. But really, like, he blows up four buildings. Yeah. That's not exactly going to crumple the entire world. I mean, those four buildings are going to have new offices in a month.
0: Yeah, but the insurance
2: is going to cover it.
0: But think about everything else. It's not like it just ends there. Like, think about, you know, Fight Club, you know, turns into a cult. True. right and like they're in the police like they're everywhere they have that great scene where um the narrator goes to the police for you know to try and spoil this plan that tyler has set in motion and what do they do they try and take his balls it's true like like they're i think the whole thing is that they're so embedded because doesn't the narrator like tyler durden just take over for like an extended period of time and um the narrator just wakes up and he doesn't know what's going on, like, yep, yeah, so like you don't know how intertwined this quote unquote fight club is in society, or how far up they have their um uh, um how far their reach goes, basically, so True. it's kind of scary like every everywhere he turns, like it seems like. Th- there's members of the fight club there. And like, I think that is what's scary going forward. Like, it's not just going to be these four buildings.
2: It's true, but he's also still the leader. Like he still is Tyler Durden. So he could kind of use that to his advantage to be like, listen, this was great. We've accomplished what we've wanted, but now we need to change our focus to making soup kitchens. And (laughs) no,
0: but When he tried to do stuff like that... When he tried to stop plans that were already in motion. I suppose. I don't know.
2: I mean, it's it's up for debate. We could debate this all night if we wanted.
0: Yeah, it's one of those kind of ambiguous endings. It is.
2: Which is part of the reason why it's so great. Because you very rarely get to
0: see them anywhere.
2: But yeah, I think that uh, I root for Tyler. Even though he's kind of the bad guy in that movie. Well... He's kind of the good guy. Kind of the good guy, kind of the bad guy. I'm going to say he's the bad guy because he does want to reset, hit the reset button, as you so aptly put it.
0: Right, 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 right. All right, so I guess all that's left is uh, for me to uh, talk about my number one. And for me to disagree with it. All right. So my number one is... I hate it. I, I didn't plan this out, people, but it is the third movie on my list that came out in 1993.
2: <laughs> I think we all know when Blake's real heyday for movie watching was. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Um, and I don't know how popular this movie was. I don't know how prevalent it is in society's consciousness now. Um, but I'm talking about a movie from back in the day called demolition man
1: at the end of a century ravaged by violence a society of perfect order will arise criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons the prisoners are ice cubes their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep aggression and deviant behavior will be totally
2: eliminated He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen in a bad time he was the worst
1: i'm gonna love running this place but in the year 2032
2: This morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo-facility. We are, quite frankly,
1: not equipped to deal with the situation. Amidst a world of peace and calm. We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. How was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th?
2: In the end, it took just one man. John Spartan.
1: You mean the demolition man? The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Two mortal enemies. Just dropped in and say hi. From another time.
0: Pass is over, John. Time for something new and improved. Oh,
1: hell. will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester
2: Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man. I never saw this movie. This is the one that's got um, Wesley Snipes.
0: Yep. Uh, Wesley Snipes is Sylvester the... Sylvester ant- Stallone. Right. Wesley Snipes plays uh, Simon Phoenix. Um, the antagonist and Sylvester Stallone plays John Spartan. And if wait, wait, those... wait, wait, wait!
2: Those are their name. Those are the characters' names.
0: So, if those aren't the most nineties names <laughs> you've ever heard, that's Simon Phoenix and John Spartan.
2: I don't know. I feel that's... like Simon and John could have been a little more nineties. One of them could have been like Nitro Spartan. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> <I> from, <laughs> from now like on, yes. American Gladiator names. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but an avalanche uh, phoenix (laughs) this is an old movie and not one that i don't think is uh all that remembered so i'll give you a quick rundown it's um well it starts out in present day where um john spartan played by sylvester sloan is sort of kind of supposed to be this kind of super cop lazy And he's going after uh, Wesley Snipes' character, Simon Phoenix, who is sort of supposed to be sort of a super criminal. And they kind of play up how they have a history with each other, like this cat-and-mouse kind of thing. And um, uh, they finally capture him, and they put him in cryogenic freeze, basically. And uh, they do the same with Stallone's character. And then uh, somewhere, like in the future, um, Simon Phoenix breaks out somehow or gets unthawed. Uh, I bet if I watch the movie again, I could tell you in greater detail why it probably happened
2: on accident. Somebody stumbled across it and accidentally or
0: or it's somebody's master plan, sort of like unthought him to take out. I think that might have actually been it. Maybe like somebody unthought him to take out their um, plan so they didn't get their hands dirty. Probably some rich corporate dude. Sure, that might have been it. It that rings a bell? If that's not it, don't get mad at me. Um, And then so they unthought john spartan to go after him and um deuce Bigelow male gigolo he's in there somewhere too as the comic relief sweet
2: robbie schneider
0: <laughs> yep and um a lot of the movie before they get into the action it's just sort of stallone kind of doing the whole getting adjusted to the future and all the weird things that like sex is now something that takes place in virtual reality and <laughs> Sounds like a
2: montage kind of a thing.
0: It's like from one scene to another, it's supposed to be a lot of funny moments that kind of, I think fall flat mostly, but all the scenes with uh, Wesley Snipes are gold. Like he is the epitome of a charismatic bad guy. When I was a kid, I would tell my dad all the time, like they should have made him the good guy because he is such a more entertaining character than Sylvester Sloane could ever dream to be and like he's funny he's witty he's smart like all of his puns are funny (laughs) that's how I uh, judge
2: a man myself is (laughs) how good his puns are but
0: he's just any scene he is in he steals it and like he makes the movie I think watchable
2: well he is a master thief right because he steals all the scenes.
0: Mhm. Okay. Oh so fuck you. you that was gold.
2: <laughs> I want everybody to tweet us and tell me how good my joke was.
0: If you haven't seen Demolition Man, I say you probably should because Wesley Snipes is kind of awesome in it and um there's this weird sort of and I know uh, you can't
2: get enough Rob Schneider in your
0: life. <laughs> right. And there's this weird sort of class warfare kind of subplot that is kind of weird. It's If you want to see what action movies in the 90s were about, I think Demolition Man kind of uh, is the epitome of what it was. So you should watch it.
2: Now, I can kind of confuse Demolition Man and Judge Dredd. Is this the one where it's Sylvester Stallone running from a giant fireball?
0: I don't think so. it doesn't ring a bell. Um, I don't think I've seen Judge Dredd all the way through, so it could have been from that.
2: I don't remember which one it is, but I feel like I feel like it had Rob Schneider in it,
0: so it
2: might have been that
0: one. I think Rob Schneider was in Judge Dredd as well. Really? Yeah. God. <laughs> what the hell?
2: What the hell was wrong with us in the 90s? We were like, we can't get enough Rob Schneider.
0: It's true. Like He was big on SNL and... They kind of called him to be the stand up uh the comic relief in all these action movies.
2: You know what the only good movie with Rob Schneider is Benchwarmers? Surf Ninjas.
0: Alright, there's two movies. Benchwarmers <laughs> is good. Oh, uh, it's true. I do like bench warmers.
2: I'll I'll give you that. But
0: I, I honestly thought that was gonna reinvigorate his career. Like when I watched it. <laughs> I feel like wow, he's really good in it because he does. It's the first movie where he doesn't like just play a complete imbecile. Like he's an yeah. actual character with depth, and I'm like wow, this is like he can it's actually. He's not yeah. bad, yeah, yeah. But like he wasn't in shit after that.
2: Yeah, then he had his own TV show that was awful. But, but no, yeah. Surf Ninjas. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> we might have to do <laughs> an entire. We should watch Surf Ninjas together and do a commentary track on it. <laughs>
0: We we wouldn't say anything because we're, we're listening to all these awesome lines. We'd be like, too
2: busy laughing at the hilarity and just in awe of the kung fu and
0: being like, "Oh, I wish I had some some knives to cut through this all these bushes." But as you know, you can't buy knives.
2: Money can't buy knives. <laughs> <laughs> oh. best movie ever.
0: The only. Like what is so weird about that movie is Leslie Nielsen is the bad guy. <laughs>
2: exactly. And he's he's a terrible bad guy, but he's also just a terrible bad guy because you can't hate <laughs> Leslie Nielsen.
0: <laughs> and it's just weird like like it, the movie's about ninjas, it's, you know. Like it's called Surf Ninjas. You think there'd be some like some big fight scene with the bad guy, but Leslie Nielsen is not going to have a fight scene.
2: With a He's ninja. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> he kind of does, but then he doesn't. But yeah, it's uh, I like that movie. But that's not so what we're talking about. So if there's one thing, if
0: there's one thing you should take away from this two-hour-long podcast, is you should probably watch Surf Ninja. You should at least give
2: it a try. It's it's a movie that almost nobody would like. But there's I a kid love in the- it. <laughs>
0: There's a kid in there who has a game gear that can play games that are supposed to tell the future, but then there's also no game cartridge in the machine. So that's sort of you gotta what I'm saying is you gotta suspend your disbelief is what I'm trying to say.
2: It's it's not a good movie in the sense that like, you know, you watch it and you think, oh, this is a good movie. It's a good movie in that it epitomizes the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um it's got the guy the pizza delivery guy from ninja turtles 2 and it's got rob schneider in his best role
0: man you had me at delivery guy from <laughs> ninja turtles 2 like i'm sold that's the reason why i watched the rundown with the rock
2: it's true yeah he was in that in, as well
0: he's in that movie it's weird that he pops up like that guy is still a thing Yeah, he is he is still a thing and he's still ripped yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the one thing that made me think, like, there's no way it's the same guy. Because look how ripped he is. But if you watch Surf Ninjas, you see he's ripped. Yeah. He doesn't seem to take his shirt off as much in Ninja Turtles. But
2: no, seriously, Surf Ninjas. I dare anybody that's listening to this to watch that movie and not love it as much as I do.
0: You hear us, Nash <laughs> cast Watch Surf Ninjas that and is let a us know what you think.
2: <laughs> that is a challenge to the NashCast. They have to both, uh, Neil and Scott, have to watch uh, Surf Ninjas and get back to us and tell us how wonderful it is.
0: And if you don't like it, you can ask us to watch a terrible yeah, movie. You can challenge us to watch a terrible movie.
2: that you. But it's got to be a movie you like.
0: Yeah, you can't just be like, watch Birdemic. <laughs> Like, can't, no, I'm not doing that. You
2: watch this this uh, movie I made in middle school.
0: <laughs> it's called Kill Murder: The
2: Revengeing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Would be an even greater video game. Yes, you could kill people with salt shakers.
2: <laughs> Every everything's a, a weapon. Up.
0: Everything is <laughs> yes. And
2: when you keep stabbing dead bodies, eventually they explode. Like in Grand Theft Auto, when you hit a car enough, it explodes. The same mm-hmm. thing happens with bodies if you stab them. It's enough weird. Times. It's
0: it starts to smoke too. Like yeah. in the like with the cars, it's I don't know. I guess they had to show it somehow, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I hope we you enjo- wind this up. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed our high fives for the evening. Um, in in retrospect, or in conclusion, watch Surf Ninjas.
0: <laughs> we can't we can't say that we enough. I cannot
2: stress enough how much you should watch Surf Ninjas. I
0: feel like you need to go to uh, Eric, you need to go into our website and just like put that across the top. <laughs> to, like watch Surf Ninjas. If you had to take in one form of entertainment this year, let it be Surf Ninjas. <laughs> one
2: one form of entertainment in your life.
0: If, it, in your life. Oh, let it be Surf oh, Ninjas. Oh
2: dear sweet Lord, it is on YouTube in its entirety. <laughs> So yeah, that link is going on for this this episode, so Look forward to Excellent. that. So, so now yes.
0: Nashcast has no reason not no to watch excuses. The movie while they're We're in like England. It might not it be
2: available that. on their YouTube. I don't know if that's the same as like Netflix or not.
0: But. Um it's the it's the World Wide Web. Oh.
2: Okay, well yeah, you guys better watch it then. And then after that you can watch Super Mario Brothers, the movie also came out in nineteen ninety three. <laughs> watch blank man what about cool runnings oh you if you haven't watched cool runnings by now your life is missing out
0: i know right it's a great movie
2: did every good movie come out in 1993
0: angels in the outfield (laughs) (laughs) i had three of them on my list
2: (laughs) no Ernest saves christmas comes out in 89 so (laughs) sad all right well until next week i'm eric and i'm blake And you've just been high-fived. Or could, this one might be a low fours, because <laughs> it's the opposite. We're cheering for the bad guy? No, nah, I don't
0: know. No, it's... No, Eric. No? If I, if I had a rolled up newspaper and an <laughs> arm 300 miles long, I don't know how far away you are. I mean, my
2: doors are closed, so...
0: Well, my, with my, I would open them with my long arm. Well, would you have,
2: like, infinite elbows because
0: <laughs> yeah it just go back and forth I, I would think about it's more like uh sort of a mr fantastic plastic man sort of thing gotcha, so yeah just i can yeah i can will it to go anywhere i want
2: i can will it to go anywhere i want but i ain't talking about my arm but God, it does d- it does God grow damn it. no no
0: <laughs> on this week's episode of high fives with blake and eric Eric talks about his junk and I hate him.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's going at the end of the episode for sure.